The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Are You Not Entertained? Now here's your host, Ed Nathanson. What's up, dudes? <laughs> that might Dave, be a new record, Ed. Yes. And that's saying something. Yes. So, Dave, today's a, a special mm-hmm. day. Uh, in I've our, heard. Yes. In our relationship, in the relationship of me with the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years mm-hmm. who have been listening to this podcast, it is the end of season one. The end of season one. Oh. Yes. Bittersweet moment. Bittersweet. Yes. But don't fret. Have we been renewed for a second season? We have been renewed. Well, we can do it every season to. two. Great. There will be a brief pause, and I will be back in a few weeks with more awesomeness, geekiness, and epic coolness. Yes. As your leader, I tell you, I will not let you down. I will be back again with all new stuff. But this is a special episode because not only mm-hmm. am I here with the owner, CEO, of Pod 617 and producer extraordinaire Dave Yaz. At your service. Yes. But with two popular guests that were on my show earlier this season, the offspring of the chosen one, <laughs> my kids, <laughs> Jack and Brooke. Jack, say hello. Hi. Brooke, say hello. Hi. All right, you got to do better than that. Jack, say hello. Hello. Ah. <laughs> Brooke, bring the pain. Say hello. Hi. Ah, have I taught you nothing? Okay, real quick, before we get into what we're going to do with our children today, Jack, tell us what you've been up to this summer. Give us, a, give the people an update. For the past three weeks, I've been doing gigs every Friday, and I've been doing a... S- what kind of gigs? At a brewery. No, brewery. what kind of gigs? Oh, rock. Right, like- okay, good. And what have you been playing? Green Day, Classic Rock, and Nirvana. Awesome. Cool. Brooke, what have you been up to? I've been at CTN. Yeah. And what's CTN for people who don't know? Camp Tell More. Awesome. Did you have a good time? Yes, I did. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So I was thinking, with the kids on summer break, what could we do together that would, A, put them to the test, make this not an easy kind of stroll through the park, but also something that'd be fun for people to listen to? So I thought of a game kind of based on the rules of the newlywed game. Uh, and I know those my kids have no idea what that is, but Dave and I and people of our age most definitely do. But we're going to do it about their daddy instead of their spouses or their significant others. This is about their daddy. And I call this game... Now we're going to do something extremely fun. We're going to play a wonderful game called Who is my daddy and what does he do? And thank you, Arnold... Richard Kimball, I, no, not that was Richard Kimball was from. Um, Richard Kimball was, was uh, stalking the one-armed man. That's right, yes, I, but his name was something Kimball, I think. Uh, in Kindergarten Cop, one of my favorite underrated movies. Arnold's one of his best movies ever, and that's one of my favorite lines. So this is, "Who is your daddy, and what does he do?" <laughs> Children, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You need to answer how I would do it, okay? So put yourself in my shoes. 
What would you do or what is what I love? And you'll see in these questions. You ready? Do you understand the rules? Yes. All right, there's the fabulous newlywed game music to take us in from our producer extraordinaire. So here we go. Question number one. What is my favorite cereal of all time? Brooke. Chocolate Fruity Pebbles. Well, not just like Fruity Pebbles. There's a name for that. Cocoa Pebbles. Okay, Jack. Cocoa Pebbles, you say that all the time. That is correct! That's a great start right there. That's a great start. As a matter of fact, I would go so far as to say, here are my top five cereals ever. Number one, <laughs> Cocoa Pebbles. Uh, go ahead, Dave. What are we going to say? I just love that uh, you never know what parentheses this show is going to take. <laughs> and that's a quick quick detour. because We're going gonna to play the game with the kids. But, but, right, but after seven right, seconds of it, right. let me tell you my top five cereals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So here we go. Number one. Wait. Hold. Wait. Yeah. Hold on. I yeah. wasn't prepared for this. Okay. Uh, all right. Now I am. Here Number one. Cocoa Pebbles. Nice. Number two. The sister of Cocoa Pebbles. <laughs> Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Number three. Frosted Flakes. Now I'm getting the heads up from Brooke. Number four. Count Chocula. Ooh. Yes. Of mm. the Monster Family of of cereals. And number five, somewhat healthy. I'm just upset that this even made this list, but it deserves to be there. Honey Nut Cheerios. Nice. Honey Nut Cheerios. And then number five. Okay. Wait, do you remember what you used to call Frosted Flakes at camp? If oh you were my if God. you if you were if you were speaking in your Ed invented tongue of varying uh, uh, what's the word when you put the e- emphasis? Your weird Frosted <laughs> I thought it was Frosted Flakes. <laughs> it's close. You're, Brooke, guys, Brooke, you, you, your dad did that for an entire summer. Yes. And, and it gets more fun as you keep doing it. So Brooke is wearing a Rolling Stones jersey today. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I said to her, oh, you're wearing a Rolling Stones shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you've, I still do you've it. kept it up. I Good. never grow up. Thank okay. you. Ed- All right. Edward Nathanson. All right. Now. <laughs> All right. Now, the next question. That was a softball because you knew that. Ready? <laughs> Ready, guys? Yes. All right. <laughs> if Daddy could be stuck in a room with one celebrity, who would it be? Probably Did from one of his action hero movies, like an actor from one of those, don't you think? Uh, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot? That's a go. <laughs> a good go. <laughs> That's a great guess. How long is Bo- this elevator? Be <laughs> <stuck>? <laughs> exactly. Uh, both of you, solid, solid guess. Oh. But no, no, no. Oh, nah. you know nothing. That's right. Now. That's right. Unfortunately, you guessed incorrect. Because the answer would be Paul McCartney. Oh, oh yeah, duh. Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. You should know by all the Beatles stuff in the house and how I may v- make you go to bed to the Beatles almost every night of your lives that the only living Beatle outside of Ringo that I would want to meet is Paul. You know, should just you for really a moment. Want to meet Ringo? I would too, of course. But one, go ahead. We have. Uh, we ha- we have another episode where I forgot to turn off my mail notification. That's for stars. But we have uh, Paul McCartney right here. It as a matter of yes. fact. Yes, yeah, sure. Would you like to ask him any questions? I would. Yeah. Paul, is it awesome being best friends with Ed Nathanson? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's awesome, Paul. True, yeah. Paul, when you I'm wrote, very thankful. <laughs> yeah, Paul, when you wrote, "Hey Jude," 
Were you thinking of John's son, or were you really thinking about like how awesome it would be to be inspired by Ed Nathanson and all his great musical talents? Very beautiful. <laughs> I could do this all day. All right, excellent. Good well, job, I like guys. To yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we go on. We're gonna take a special, special turn here. Finish this sentence. I wish Daddy would pay as much attention to me <laughs> as he does his. Brooke, would you like to go first? No. Okay, Jack, go first. Finish this sentence. I wish Daddy would pay as much attention to me as he does his... Cell phone. Okay, yep. Brooke. Um, his... Work. Ah, both excellent answers. And I would have said cell phone. So, Jack, I'm going to give you that one. Uh, but still, from both of your perspectives, I pay a lot of attention to you. Probably too much attention in your eyes. <laughs> Is that true or false? True. True. All right. Okay. Next. There's a three-choice question here. What do I like? Text, talking, or silence? Silence. <laughs> silence. Great answer. Great answer. You hate talking on the phone. I hate talking on the phone, and I absolutely hate, hate, hate texting. Especially when someone that I'm not going to name repeatedly texts you over and over again. Yes. So he's talking about my wife, their mother. <laughs> I love my wife with the power of how many million Death Stars I love her to death. However, if there is one Achilles heel, and we all have them, Dave. We have them. We have them. Yeah. Yes. Is that she is the world's even, most... Even Achilles had an Achilles heel. That's right. Ironically, that's, it was his heel. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 all right. But uh, she she texts more than all any time, human huh? breathes. Mm. And it's like, literally, I could be as close as I am to you right mm -hmm. now across the room and she's texting me. Does she do the thing where she texts and then retexts without waiting for a response? Oh, to the first absolutely. Text? Hello? So Jack, Hello? Jack. Respond, please. <laughs> right. Hello? Yes. Hello? Yes. Yes, Brooke, you have anything to say about this? We all love her, obviously. Yes, yes. But you have to all admit, this is something she does badly. <laughs> yes, okay. You know what? I'm, I'm the same way. Although, I prefer, do you prefer a text to a phone call, though? Oh, always. Always, yeah. Always. My outgoing voicemail message on my mobile phone says, the first thing it says is, Hi, this is Dave. The quickest way to reach me is to text me. Because I don't, voicemail... Does anybody have time for voicemail anymore? No. no Come on, no, enough. Absolutely not. And strangely, you and I are both social people, and you and I both need to interact with a lot of people in our business. I hate talking on the phone, too. I hate it. I, the very thought of picking it up and dialing somebody is like, ah. You are so correct. Now, yeah. here's something that might shock you, knowing mm. me for as long as you have, but my kids know this to be true. When I'm not at work or out in public, mm. I don't want to talk to anybody. Me, too. <laughs> Anyone. Like, yeah. I like, Anyone. I like to Big be... Ed. Yeah, yeah. I, they call it fake Ed. What? Why is it fake Ed? Because it, they'll see me out in public and know my hatred oh, okay. for most humanity, mm -hmm. and they see me being like, "Hey, how you doing? What's up?" And they're like, "Was that real Ed or fake Ed?" Well, well it can be both. Go yes. ahead, bro. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't really. Rem sometimes he doesn't remember who he's talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Explain what that means. Like he'll it's meet. Like he'll someone I don't know from his childhood or something will come up to me and be like, "Oh my God, Eddie!" And then he'll he'll just pretend he knows who they are. <laughs> And I then learned. they'll be like, did you know who that is? I'm like, nope. 
<laughs> I learned early on in my professional career, learn these words and don't forget them. Nice to see you. Right. That way it's not nice to meet you. Right. Because what if you've already met the Brilliant. person? Yeah. Nice yeah. to see you. Hey, nice, nice to, to see, see you. you. Yes. So, like, now I, I told everybody my right, secret. I have a rule with my children and with my wife. If I don't introduce you, it means I don't know their name. Right. So do your job. So do your job. You go up and do and your say, job. Hi, I'm. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, next, the next question here. What is Daddy's biggest fear? What is Daddy's biggest fear? Who is your Daddy, and what <laughs> does he do? Brooke, go first. It has to be something about like OCD or something like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Jack. E- I might. It, losing your business or your kids. Ooh. Ooh, those are all good and Ooh. true. I would hate to lose my children and I would hate to lose my business. And yes, I have severe OCD, which we could talk about in a bit. But my biggest fear is the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> my biggest fear is I'm not kidding. I have nightmares about the zombie apocalypse. And yes, I love zombie shows, I love zombie movies, but I will as much as I dream about camp, which is usually about one time a month, yes. I have ongoing nightmares, usually once or twice a month, about what would happen if zombies really came to be. Can you guys clue them in on this? That they're not actually real? You should see the look on their faces as they're looking at <laughs> me like, my dad is insane. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys fear the zombie apocalypse? No. Good. <laughs> Why? Why? Because it's not real. Ex- thank you. Smart, smart woman here. <laughs> okay, next question. It's a m- multiple choice. Two choices here: new things or leave well enough alone. <laughs> what do I like? New things or leaving well enough alone? Leaving well enough alone. Jack, I think it depends on the situation. You got to give an answer. Leaving the alone one. That's right. I don't want new things. <laughs> No, except if it's like cool technology. Yeah. Outside of that, no new friends. <laughs> I always say to Heather, she always wants to introduce me to all these people. Got enough nope, friends. My book is full. It's full. May I channel the great Garth Algar? Yes. Change. We fear change. That's right. <laughs> exactly. No change. Leave everything alone. Okay. <laughs> Next question. What movie makes daddy cry every time he watches it? Brooke is Brooke. jumping up. Yes. Field of Dreams. Jack. Field of Dreams. Correct. Correct. Dave, do you cry in Field of Dreams? Yes. The older I get, the the more I cry during uh, f- in general. But yeah, now it's to the point where um, anytime his little daughter talks, I start crying. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll cry when I'll cry when she says, "Daddy, what's a southpaw?" Right. I mean, you know? which is great that you oh, even referenced great. that line. By Daddy, the way, Daddy, what's a southpaw? Right. There's a man out there on your lawn. Oh, oh God, yeah. God. Mm. It's just, it's Chills. perfect. And, mm. of course, I think every man who's watched that movie, you know, does, if you don't cry when he says, hey, Dad, want to have a catch. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. work. Right. It, Brooks, <laughs> see, even talking <laughs> yeah. about it, I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> so, children, you really, they've never seen the movie. Oh, oh boy. No, you have not. You, you keep saying you have. Clip. Wait, so you know what's funny is Brooke happened to come in the room once when it was playing on TV mm-hmm. and and Heather said look he's going to start crying and she literally started just staring at me waiting for me to cry wanting to be entertained mm-hmm. by my tears because mm-hmm. I've never seen you cry is that true? wow yes. 
It, um, you'll get him to watch some of these movies. That's right. <laughs> it, it, yes. your, your dad can be a very sentimental guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Next. What's the first thing I would do if I won the lottery? Brooke. Uh, give some money to the rest of our family. You clearly don't know me. <laughs> Jack. <No. laughs> Spend all of it almost instantaneously. No. Oh, my God. I love you both, but this was an epic fail on this question. The answer is nothing. <laughs> I would quit my job immediately and then do nothing for the rest of time. I'd actually disappear. That's the first thing I would do is disappear. Because people would be hitting me up for money. <laughs> they would be asking me for things. Including I, me. Including you. <laughs> no, I would take you with me. You guys have no choice. We would go somewhere remote, buy a sweet place right on the ocean, and disappear. I would never work a day again. I never understood these people. And help me if I'm wrong. When you ask the question, which is always a fun question, if you won the lottery, what would you do? They're like, well, I'd have to keep working somehow. I'd be bored. I'd, I'd have to do charity or, or all of that. You know, all this. You know, me? Nothing. And here, let's Dave cue it up. Sure. From the classic film office space. Two chicks at the same time, man. That's his answer. Yes. <laughs> it's the neighbor's exactly. answer. But I would do nothing. I would do absolutely nothing. You, you had a million dollars. You, you'd do two chicks at the same time? Damn straight. Always wanted to do that, man. <laughs> I think if I were a millionaire, I could hook that up, too, because chicks dig dudes with money. Well, not all chicks. Well, the type of chicks that double up on a dude like me, dude. Good point. <laughs> well, what about you now? What would you do? Besides two chicks at the same time? Well, yeah. Nothing. Nothing, huh? I would relax. I would sit on my ass all day. <laughs> How's it sounded? Perfect. I would do nothing. Perfect. Perfect. Well, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing, man. Take a look at my cousin. If he's broke, don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's the thing all those people who said well I have to work or I'd go do this and this you're full of shit <laughs> you are you would do like if you're being honest with yourself I would do nothing maybe give occasional money to some people sure Brooke to your point I would have to give money to family or else they'd be all over me all the time so I give them like hush money go away money right don't bother me again money I love them to death, but I mean, not go away. I want them in my life, but not attack me for money all the time. Give them enough that will tie them over. And then nothing. Could Disappear. I, could I talk into doing something gratuitous with it? For example. Go ahead. Build a, an Olympic-sized ball pit. Yes. You know, that would be fun. Yes. And, and completely silly. But do people have to be in it outside of me and my no, family? No, just, it's just you. Oh, perfect. You guys yes. jump in. Right. And then, you know, just, just because you can do it, you know, buy... Uh, you know, uh, uh, get, uh, ten thousand gallons of YooHoo just to have <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. No, you know what I would get? A pool with sharks with freaking laser yes. beams on their head. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, we ready? <laughs> Next question: What would mommy say is the most annoying thing about daddy? How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Brooke. Garage door shut, front door locked. He's <laughs> uh, OCD in general. Right. Those are excellent answers from the both of you, and that is, that is correct. Sorry, guys. So what are they talking about, Dave? I'm going to go on the psychologist couch for a second here. You sure. can be my, fra me my Frasier. 
Um, I've never said this publicly, uh, but people who know me know this. I have pretty wicked OCD. I have obsessive so compulsive I. disorder. Yes, you do. Mine, I can trace back to the, to an instance. I can't believe I'm going to share this on the Ooh, podcast. Let's do it. That happened in college. Uh, I am one of those people who need to be freezing when they sleep. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. And so sophomore year of college, I had a little camp fan. Actually, one that I used at camp. One of those like tabletop fans. Sure. But it was so old that you used to have to push the propellers to get it to start. So I've never <laughs> turned it off. I just always <laughs> kept it on. So over Thanksgiving break, I went to school in Ithaca College. I left for the week to mm-hmm. come home. The Friday after Thanksgiving, my mother wakes me up in the morning and says, Ithaca police called. <laughs> you need to go back to school today. What the hell did you do? They mm. won't tell me. Holy jeez. And I said, I have no idea what I did. I yeah. thought they maybe found some illegal things in my room sure. or something like that. Uh, so driving six hours with just a week's worth of clothes. You, you'd made the drive without knowing what it without was? Without knowing. They Holy wouldn't say. God. That's so unbelievable. I had to go to the police station. So I get to the police station. And at the police station, literally the timing couldn't have been more perfect. Mm-hmm. I So step back for a second. I had a roommate sophomore year that wasn't supposed to be my roommate. Mm-hmm. My roommate failed out at the end of freshman year. So I was stuck with this dweeb, this mm-hmm. total loser. Mm-hmm. But anyways, he had a massive guitar collection and massive CD collection. Big so fan of the podcast. Big fan. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, so he gets out. He sees me getting out of my car as he's leaving with his dad from the police station and tr- starts charging at me. And his dad's holding him back. And he's saying, you MFR, you know, all this stuff, like screaming, like he's holding him back. I'm like, what the hell happened? You still don't know. Still don't know. I get into the police station. They take me in for t- questions, you know, and um, the only thing missing was the guy smoking a cigarette under a hot light. <laughs> and um, they start telling me eventually what happened. My fan mm. fell off my table desk, which is next to the bed, onto the bed, and the bed caught fire. Wow. Which it resulted in the dorm burning. Wow. The entire dorm. <gasps> I didn't know this. Yes. Said. Oh, yes. Oh, my so, goodness. So... What a (laughs) fluke, though. They're like, you can't leave the city until we figure all this out. We think it was your fan. You know, we need to know where you are. All this this stuff. Then I had to go deal with the school. The school sued me. Mm. My roommate sued me. I displaced about 40 kids. There was smaller dorms, Ithaca College. About 40 kids and ruined all their shit. Yeah. And I had nowhere to go. So when they did moved everybody, I since it was my fault, I was the last person. So I got kicked off campus as a sophomore, and I had to go live with this dude named Bob, who was like 32 at the time. Mm-hmm. Not creepy at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and this is all because of my negligence for yeah. turning off a fan. Well, you know what? Uh, have, having Possessing a law degree that I rarely use, but I'll break it out. Yes. I think you're being a little tough on yourself. Negligence is defined as doing something that the re- a reasonable person wouldn't normally do. So the question looms, would a reasonable person always forget to turn their fan off? No. But would a reasonable person occasionally forget to turn their fan off? Yeah, I think so. I, if the lawyer in me says you got a, a product liability case on your hands. Uh, uh, it, it's not... It wouldn't be expected. So for here's... I'd be curious. If this is how yeah. it ended up. Okay. So they all lost... And okay, I was didn't, good. I didn't have anything, but it, they did take it as far as they could. From what my father, who's also an attorney, was able yeah. to do a lot. From what I understand it, it came out to be that it was the school's fault because the RAs are supposed to go through on breaks yeah, and make sure everything is unplugged okay. and off and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was absolved. But that mm. didn't change the fact that I went to a 6,000 person school mm-hmm. and a fire of a dorm is kind of a big deal there. 
in yeah. that size. I was that guy for the rest of my wow. college career. I'd meet people like, you were the dude who burned down the dorm? Yeah. And it yeah, affected dude me. Dude left his fan on, right, man. Exactly. Oh god. So, I'm sorry, man. That's terrible. It affected me deeply. So the kids, yeah, what they're sense. talking about is yeah. anything to do with off, shut, closed. I freak out about. Like if I'm left alone and I have to leave the house, this is embarrassing to admit. You it's so severe. I, I take pictures. Really? I take pictures of the of the burners. If you say again, how often do you do this? I missed the first. Whenever part, I'm said, alone, whenever. if there's a, someone in the house and I know that they're still there when I leave, I don't mm -hmm. do this. But if you leave the house and no one else is there, I will take pictures of all the doors wow. to know they're locked. I will take pictures of the burners to make sure they're off. And what they're talking about is when we leave together as a family, I literally am like garages are shut, and until they say yes, I will say it fifty times. Do and an extreme. Do, do an impersonation. Mm -hmm. Shut, shut, shut. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. See, that does sound like you. You're right. <laughs> yes. And it's embarrassing. I'll take it even a step further. When I used to go on dates, before I met your mother, guys, which is a show, by the way, How I Met Your Mother, mm. um, it was one of those things where like, I would tell the girl if we were leaving my apartment, oh, just go outside. I'll meet you out in a minute. Because I didn't want them to see me freaking out on yeah. my door and it being locked yeah, and going understood. through my rituals. and. Yeah. To this day, I saw psychiatrists. I've seen taking drugs for it. Wow. Nothing helps. It's wow. severe OCD. Yeah, severe. Wow. And yeah, you would me OCD, right? And I unfortunately passed it to my son. Well, you 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 wouldn't know for for whatever it's worth. You would never know w with you out and about and in your normal course of life. But uh, what pains me yet is is imagining the day when you went into a theater one day and saw the scariest movie of all time, Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that is. Yes. They remembered everything except yes. the kid back there. Yes. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Okay. Sorry for the side detour there. Okay. Next question. Daddy's stuck in a candy store but could only buy one candy. What would it be? Nope. Nope. I'm going to get Jack take this first. Charleston Chew. Brooke. Charleston Chew. Correct. Dave, how do you feel about Charleston Chews? Uh, I need more information. Frozen or unfrozen? Unfrozen. I know most people are frozen, but I'm an unfrozen guy because I don't like popsicles or anything like that anyways. I'm a frozen guy. Yeah. Uh, frozen uh, Charleston Chews would make my top 10. I'm sorry I can't place it any higher than that, Ed, but I, yes. am, I am what I am. What is your number one? Um, wow. Uh, I'm a sucker for the real gadgety candy bars whatchamacallit oh. you know Butterfinger yes. I like to have a little bit of peanut butter yes. in there I mean I'll I, my favorite used to be Baby Ruth uh, Snickers is solid Snickers is like a base hit up the middle yep Reese's Peanut Butter Cups yep. also how do you feel about mounds well uh, mixed feelings I love coconut I'm a coconut freak by mm -hmm. the way I just discovered coconut berry Red Bull oh my god it's a little bit of heaven that sounds uh, amazing yeah, yeah it's really good yeah so but uh, the, so I love the coconut in there, but not a fan, at least at the time as a kid, not a fan of the dark chocolate. The thing with the, they gave you a Hobson's choice with Mounds and Almond Joy. You got your coconut, but if you want, if you wanted no nuts, you wanted the uh, female, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. um, you, 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 had to, you had to get the... <laughs> ah, look uh, at Brooke's face. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> right. You had to get... You had to get the mounds, which came with the dark chocolate. Yes. If you wanted the milk chocolate, you could go with the almond joy. But I didn't like the nuts, so I was I was yes. stuck in the middle. You know what they uh, say, Dave? Yes. Sometimes you feel like a nut, Somet <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> you don't. Yes. <laughs> well done. Well right. Perfect. Okay. This is good. Before we move on, Brooke, favorite candy? 
Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Yes. Can't go wrong. Kit Kat. Kit Kat, yes. Jack loves his Kit Kats, and Brooke always loved the peanut butter chocolate mix. Jack, yes. give me a break. <laughs> he doesn't get it, do yeah, you? Yeah, I do. All right, okay. Break, break me up. Right, okay. Break me yep. off a piece. I despise okay. of people that don't break the Kit Kat in half. Who Let's are those animals? Home. Like, they just take a bite. Right. That's so- disgusting. Sociopaths. Yes, yeah, sociopaths. Exactly. Okay. What's um, the... F- um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Do you know, by the way, that Waze has Cookie Monster? Voice? I know. I saw that. You know what? I turned it on one day, and I think I forgot about it. Never tried it. I got to do that. It's the Lisa best. Head. <laughs> do they think they want a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> he does that. Yeah. <laughs> What does he say? He said, police, police ahead. <laughs> you think they want a cookie? That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. Uh, brilliant. Okay. Outside of our dog, Ernie, what's the first thing I would save if our house was on fire? Well, first you would make sure everything's locked. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. And there would never be a fire because I'm so fireproofing the house. But anyways, what if the fr- what's the first thing I would save? Anyone? Us. No, besides family and the dog. Oh. Um, like a possession of some A possession. Sort. Prize possession. Like something that has to do with like your figurines. <laughs> so what do you mean by figurines? Like your little action figures or something yes, like Yes, she's that. telling the truth. I am an adult who still acts like a 13-year-old. <laughs> and I have tons of action figures. All right, Jack. I'm going to say the paper from the yellow submarine that we have framed. Ooh. Jack got this one. Specific. All right. Yes, Jack. I have. What he's talking about is I have an original cell from Yellow Submarine of Jeremy in the Sea of Holes. All right. Good, good, good. Brooke, good guess, though, because I would go for those second. All of my <laughs> nerd stuff. Okay. Here's a funny question. What is the one thing Daddy would most likely end up in jail for? Again, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> what is the one thing Daddy would most likely end up in jail for? Jack. Something. Murder? I don't know. Murder? You think I'd kill somebody? Well, maybe a Starbucks barista. Or yeah. Something. Oh, yeah. true, 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 or, true, true, true. Or a telemarketer or someone like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Brooke. I don't know, like robbery? Robbery? Wow, I thought you guys would come up with something much more creative than that. Honestly, it would be probably be being drunk in public. <laughs> drunk driving? Yeah, no, not drunk driving. I would never do that. I would never do that. But <laughs> I, but you'd be horribly drunk in public. But I could be horribly <laughs> drunk in public. That could happen. That could happen. Uh, and again, these my, my children know my love for what alcohol specifically? Beer. 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 Are you still a heady topper, guys? Is that what it's called? So it's Trillium is my new favorite. Trillium. Oh. Have you had Trillium? No, I've heard good things. Canton Mass, right? Yeah, they have, they have a brewery yeah. in Canton. Yeah. So it's outstanding. We're going to Africa, and there's no drinking age there, so I'm going to drink some beer. <laughs> yeah, Jack is excited about to get some beers. Yes, and I will let you have one. One. A day. Right. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Keep working it, Jack. Right. Okay. Next question. Where did Daddy take Mommy on their first date? It was a good oh, one. isn't it like that, like Italian whatever it is? What's an Italian whatever like, it is? It was that the isn't it like paparazzi or something? Like that? No, that was the second date. But Ooh. Mommy laughs because I thought, here's how uncultured I am. What she's talking about is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to take you out to a super fancy Italian restaurant. And I know nothing about that stuff. I'm right. not very cultured. And she's like, 
and he took me to paparazzi. <laughs> right, a chain. <laughs> I mean, paparazzi is not paparazzi are bad. I'm not shitting but, on paparazzi, right. but you get my point. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, Jack. I don't know. Maybe like a concert. No. A movie. No. So believe it or not, if we could. Queue up. I'm turning Japanese if you've got it ready to go. I took her to Japan. No. Oh. Can I guess? Yes. Uh, Benihana? No. Some Japanese restaurant? It's called Fugaku. Oh. And to anyone here in Massachusetts knows we used to live in in Brookline, and there's two locations of Fugaku. The one where I lived was in Coolidge Corner. It was right there. A sushi place of all places. Don't let her Fugaku. Right, here we go. Yes. You guys love this song. Turning Japanese, I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. When you get a little older, Ed will tell you what the song's really about. That's right. <laughs> I already know what it's about. I already know what it's about. Okay. Uh, we'll leave that one for, for off the air. Different podcast. <laughs> right, yes. Okay, next question. If I could play one movie character, who would it be? Superman? Great choice. Jack? Superman or Luke Skywalker? Wait, can I guess? Yes. I guess John Wick. John Wait. Wick 2. John Wick 2. All outstanding choices. <laughs> and here's the answer. You know, none of you got them. Ooh. They're in my top five for sure. Neo. Oh, oh yes. damn. Should have known. Yes. Should've I would have played Neo. I would have been the one and said, <laughs> I know Kung Fu. All right. What is daddy's weirdest quirk? What do I do is the weirdest thing that I do. Brooke. Um. <laughs> Come on, you say I embarrass you all the time. What's, what's one of daddy's weirdest quirks? I don't know. All um. right, why don't you think, Jack? You're OCD or fangirling over stuff. Fangirling? Like, when, <laughs> like when we go to Comic-Cons, you go all crazy. Like, oh, my God, look, it's like. <laughs> it's true. That's pretty good. It's true, yes. That was a good impression of me, Bob. Can you do it again? Oh, my God, look, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brooke. Like when I talk about Broadway, like when I think like Dear Evan Hansen, when you're like, <laughs> like when you're like yes. making fun all of right. Broadway. So, Brooke, you got this one is when I make fun of things that I don't like. Okay, so Brooke, to her point here, she went and saw Dear Evan Hansen the other night with my parents. Are you familiar with that, Dave? Yeah, I believe it's about a young Scottish lad who wants to dance. Is, is that, that right? what it's about? Is Scottish? No. no? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of something else. So though. Brooke is I a Broadway know. nut, and so of course I know nothing about Dear Evan Hansen except it's Broadway. So I, in kind of ribbing her the past few days, I'd be like, Dear Evan Hansen, <laughs> Hansen, Hansen, you're dancing, dancing. Uh, uh, <laughs> dear Evan Hansen, and he's I do, dear to right. me, he's and as dear we, to yes. you. <laughs> And all of us. He's Evan. He's Evan. He's Evan Hansen. (laughs) When Evan Hansen got up this morning, he had a coffee. He had a coffee. He put sugar in his coffee. (laughs) Right. Yes, Jack. Nice. Uh, But anyhow, good. Good, good, good. Okay. Hey, Ed, can I go back briefly to one thing? Of course, it's self-serving because I incorrectly guessed John Wick. Yes. But something came up recently that I just need to tell you about because it has to do with two of your... Uh, most important things in your world: your hatred of social media nonsense, and your favorite. Uh, well, your, uh, your your favorite action hero, named uh, played by Keanu Reeves. Yes, that, that isn't Neo. Yes. Uh, this woman posted something on Facebook that said the the 
premise of it was it says guess who it's a meme that says guess who will still be your friend no matter who you vote for and then it's the person pointing themselves not this bitch agreeing to disagree is for things like which star wars movie is the worst in other words if you vote she's very anti-trump and she's saying if you voted <sighs> if you voted for trump you can no longer be my friend so I, I'll, I'll try to read the abridged version. I couldn't resist, Ed. I got into the fray. I said I, find, I said, I find the president repulsive, but I'm friends with people who voted for him and will continue to be, first and foremost, because these people are good, loyal friends to me. It surprises me that they voted for him, but I would never want to judge a person solely on what box they checked. And so she wrote, see, it isn't about what box they checked. I've had friends and family attacked by this monster, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And I said, and I said again, I deplore the man, but I think guilt by association is dangerous. There are millions of people who voted for him. Why should we ostracize every last one of them? Well, how would that help the country's device, divisiveness? And she writes, one doesn't unite with evil. One doesn't compromise with evil. One doesn't negotiate with evil. Just like cancer, you root it out, you isolate it, and you kill it. To which I said, sorry, I didn't realize you were John Wick. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. Golf clap. Golf clap. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, That person is certifiably insane. Yeah, I don't. uh, Yeah, I don't. Insane. Yeah. So, oh my God. I'm going to have to. All right. Serenity now. Serenity now. (laughs) What I said to her at, at, at one point was hey, I got an idea. Let's develop a list of everybody who voted for Trump. Let's make it public. Let's call hearings and ask if you voted for Trump. <laughs> and if you did, let's put them on a list. Yes. We can We can do, use black ink. Maybe you'll call it the blacklist. And then all employers, potential employers, will get informed as to who you voted for. Like, that's the road she's going down. It, there's no, there's no question. That yeah, person needs doing? to shut the F up. <laughs> and I would get a lot more vulgar if my children were sitting right across the table <laughs> from me right now. Anyhow, okay. You ready? Next question. Jack, Brooke, you with me? Yes. All right. <laughs> Daddy is stuck on a sinking boat. With Paul McCartney, Tom Brady, and King Ad Rock, but could only save one of them, who would it be and why? Jack. I'm going to say Paul McCartney because you're like obsessed with the Beatles. That's it. (laughs) Paul likes that answer. Yeah. Yeah. Brooke. What were the options? Paul McCartney, Tom Brady, or King Ad Rock? Paul McCartney. Guys, I love you to death. No, 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 wait, I'm wait, very wait, thankful. Wait, wait, wait. I changed no, my answer. No, there is no changing wait, answers. No. There is no changing answers. I love you to death, but Paul's lived a good long life <laughs> and gave us, he's almost 80. He gave us lots of music that will last for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. But I'm saving the son of God. <laughs> Tom Brady. Thomas Edward Brady. Football Jesus. Football Jesus. Even... At 41 years old, he's going to give this cut, this state, this this region of the country at least three more championships in my mind. He is the greatest, and then <laughs> he will unite this country and run for president and win. And yes. Guess, guess who his vice president's going to be? Who? Eddie. Yes. <laughs> I will love and support and cherish him. I will hold him, squeeze him. <laughs> Tell him how much he is appreciated every day. 
Yeah, McCartney's not coming through that tunnel and playing no. QB for the Pats. No, he's not. Yeah. And as much as Never I love was. the Beastie Boys, they, there can be no more Beastie Boys without MCA. The logical answer, if you thought this through, <laughs> is Tom Brady. What are they teaching schools these right, days? Right, exactly. <laughs> Children, what say you? Explain yourself, guys. Explain yourself. I realized I... They didn't think it through. Right. That's think all. It through, yeah. Yeah, Brooke, think Brooke. What were you saying yesterday when I told you about this, about when I watch football? Tell Dave. You get really mad. <laughs> Why? Welcome to because New England. Because if they're like doing poorly, you yell at like, the TV. You, you yell at the TV. <laughs> like Only 10 yards. <laughs> oh, my God. Do some more impersonations. Get it together. <laughs> Do you yell at the TV? Dave? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. Definitely. Oh, Super Bowls are even worse. <laughs> I've got, as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little better, but it, it, it's still the, the trigger's still, still there. <laughs> I, it, the, the the time it would have came out this past season was. Do you remember the game in Miami where uh, we had the game one? You must yes. have you must have blown a gasket. I wanted to like turn into Hulk and start smashing things. That was one where I went beyond anger into like disbelief and shock. I I was I think I was by myself just staring at the TV going I don't believe what just happened. They lost the the Patriots lost on one of those the crazy of laterals about, on, yes. on a what about the return. Super Bowl that we lost? Oh god. Yeah. Well, which yeah. one? Unfortunately, right. Which one the the one? Giants. The most recent one. The yeah. most recent one? The, the uh, Eagles one? Eagles. Eagles, yeah. yeah. That was tough, but it wasn't the worst. No. The Eagles ones were no, worse. No. <laughs> but, but you guys know I have specific seating orders. Who's allowed in the room? Like, I'm very serious about Mommy's my football. Mommy's not allowed in the room. Mommy is not allowed in the room during Patriots games. I'll tell you a, a, a quick funny story. Yes. We, in the, in the, the one against Seattle, which I traveled with some people that you know because they're summer camp boys. As it happens, uh, our mutual friend I use it loosely I guess but he's a Framingham guy Steve Levitt yes so, so, so Levitt's son at the time was at school in Arizona and and so he wanted to make it into his kind of father uh, son kind of trip we went down there and we had the we it was basically like an old school the movie situation we were like living in a fraternity house for a day or so and we're so we're watching the the game and we had we had carefully charted out a room where it was going to be the Pats fans not just a bunch of normal kids and but there were a couple of normal uh, like random people in the room and at one point some, in the fourth quarter, something really bad happened. Like, it might have even been that, that curse, loop, that, yeah, curse that catch. catch. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. And so it goes dead silent in the room. And this one girl goes, yay! And so everybody's eyes turn. And, and Steve uh, Levitt grabs the girl and ushers her out of the room. Like, <laughs> so, thankfully, he didn't hurt her. But it was a very brisk, you're out of here right now. Right, Door closes out. behind right. her. You know, Kind of like in Bronx. Get him in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> Yes, every time I roll the dice. He well, was that co- was a coffee cake? Yeah, Co- Frankie coffee cake. Coffee cake. Yes. Put him in the bathroom. All right. Guys, you ready? One last question. Okay. Yes. And this is uh, going for the heartstrings here. So I really want you to think about this. If Daddy had to give you one piece of advice, what would that be? That's right. Let's get the emotional music here. Confidence. I love that answer, Brooke. Stick up for yourself. Yes. Both outstanding, outstanding answers. For me, it's confidence. And can you keep the music going here? Yes. Because I'm going to get emotional. It's both of you said basically the same thing. Standing up for yourself and confidence is exactly that. Always, always know that you are the shit. And I'm going to swear in front of you. 
that no one is like you. Let me tell you something. I'm not tallest dude. I'm not the fastest dude. I'm not the best looking dude. I have no hair. But you know what I do have? Is confidence. Seriously. And guess what? Confidence is the best thing you could ever be in life. You won't care about what people say about you. I'm being serious here, right? And you will do many things that other people are too scared to even try because you're confident. Also, even more importantly, you need to understand that Tom Brady is your new God. We will be going to church every Sunday where you will sit and watch games and learn at the altar of your new Lord and Savior, Tom Brady. Growing up in my household, you know, there can be no deviance. We will keep kosher via Tom Brady rules, which means following the TB12 methodology. Do you understand what I've said to you? Yes. Okay. Thank you both. And Dave, thank you for the music. It made me, inspired me. That reminds me of the thing, Ted 2. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What what was that? What scene was that in Ted (laughs) 2? Go ahead. The one where they have to get his sperm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Tom Brady chucks Ted out the window. (laughs) A perfect spiral. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Spiral. Yes. Okay. Kids, you've been awesome. You have anything to say? No. 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 Okay. Best color man in the business. Right, exactly. <laughs> What's the line from Dodgeball? Is that what they what he said? It's a bold it's a bold choice, <laughs> right. Colin. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> cotton, excuse uh, me. Cotton thank you for the finale of this season. <laughs> Until next season, which won't be too long, I promise you. Are you not entertained? The answer is nothing!